And once again, we welcome you back to Moving Forward with Young Voices. I'm Brian Hyde, and uh, I am going to be joined here momentarily by uh, Tamina Deborzogi. Debozorgi, I am so sorry. At least, at least she wasn't here to hear me butcher her name. I, I'm very interested to get her take on uh, on something that is taking place right now, and that is the the future as we move forward in the, in the post-Trump era. Give me just one second here, and I will have uh, Tamina connected up. All right, we are. Uh, All right. I think we are set. Tamina, welcome to the show. We are on the air and and rolling. So good to 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 see you. Okay, she's not getting audio. You can hear me, but I cannot hear you. Oh, she can't hear me. Okay, well, um, I am going to stall here for a moment because this is what happens when, uh, when, uh, when you have a technical problem and and no one uh, to fall back on. So we will be joined here in just a moment by uh, Tamina. And again, I, I have her article here. This will be linked with the show notes. Um, this is uh, this is an article about uh, the future of conservatism, how it isn't Trumpism. And I think this is going to be one of those moments where uh, you know we we really have to to look at uh, you know particularly the Republican Party. I mean, you can see the identity crisis that's going on in there right now, right? Where there's uh, there's this severe effort to try to uh, to bring you know unity to the party, and yet at the same time, the the party is uh, you know it's it's split because there was a pretty sizable amount of people who identified as Republicans who who very clearly uh, supported President Trump. And so you know do they how how do they move on? I mean, this is something that uh, we're, we're seeing from uh, different uh, commentators and so forth. All right, let's try this once again. All right, I'm I'm seeing uh, I'm seeing Tamina shaking her head. This is like trying to repair an airplane in flight. <laughs> okay, she's not hearing me. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell her to call me at our number, and we'll get her on this way. And I apologize. This is the the train wreck of of how uh, how you solve a problem on the go when you have absolutely no other fallback. But and I apologize. It it probably makes for the worst listening ever. But uh, but there we go. Now you can hear me, and I yes, can, I can hear I can you. Hear you okay. Now. Hey, computers, aren't they great? <laughs> Once they work. <laughs> I have no idea okay. what's going on with that. Thank you for your persistence. And hey, listen, I think we need to give some congratulations. Um, I know I don't know if we've mentioned it before, but for those who may be meeting you for the first time, you've recently had uh, quite a promotion with Young Voices. Tell us about it. 
Yes. So now I have joined Young Voices team as a public relations associate, uh, which is a big step for me. And I'm really excited to work with such an amazing team. And so what's your official title? Embellish it if you need to. <laughs> it's public relations associate. Grand Poobah of all creation. Okay, got it. No, that's. I'm, I'm happy for you, and what a, what a great organization to, to be working with. Listen, we've had some great conversations thus far. Um, I'm anxious to get your take on this, too, though. Uh, liberty, not Trumpism, can be conservatism's future. Um, Tamina, talk to me about this. I, I see that there's, there's, there are multiple personalities on the conservative side of the aisle right now as to which way to go. Um, how, how can they approach life post-Trump? Yeah, and that's uh, been on a lot of people's minds, given what happened a couple of weeks ago with the Capitol insurrection and, of course, the elections uh, and everything that happened. Everyone's questioning what is going to happen to the Republican Party from now on. And this is uh, the topic of my latest op-ed for Orange County Register. Um, I looked into the demographics of the Republican Party in general, not just the White House, not just um, you know, Congress, but everywhere. And we have seen quite a shift going on in the Republican Party. So what's, where would you say that biggest shift has taken place? So the biggest shift has started on the local level and on the state levels and then going up all the way up. Uh, for example, we have seen some uh, Republicans have flipped previously blue seats and they have regained some of the seats that were flipped in 2018. For example, Republican voters in Southern California elected two of the first ever Korean-American women to serve in Congress. Michelle still flipped Orange County back to red. And also, Young Kim uh, flipped 39th Congressional District back to Republican. And they are the first Korean-Americans to be in Congress, which is quite quite an achievement uh, for the Korean-American community and also for the Republican Party. Um, and in addition to that, uh, for me as an Iranian-American, this is exciting news. The first Iranian-American ever got elected to Congress. She got elected in um, uh, back in 2018 in Oklahoma. She used to be a state rep, uh, state senator, and she has a quite a background representing conservative values. So what really is interesting to me is that these women, these people didn't get elected on the platform of, oh, vote for me because I'm a woman. They have shown quite an impressive record of uh, representing conservative values on different levels, a local level and also on their community level. And I, and I take it this is this is pretty groundbreaking. I mean, look, we, the, the jokes are always, oh, yes, look, a bunch of old white guys. It must be the Republican Party, you know, having a meeting or something. Um, obviously, the demographics are shifting. Um, it's it's good to see that uh, the, the boxes are being checked in terms of uh, people who you wouldn't traditionally see. The, the guy in the three-piece suit. You're, you're seeing more and more uh, people uh, coming in. Do, I have to ask. Do those new faces bring um, the same basic, for instance, in, in this case, Republican or conservative values? Do they bring much of the same party values or do they bring something new? Is, is, there, is there a different set of values or a different set of priorities? Sure. And uh, that's a, another question a lot of voters ask. Are they going to be the same people, different, uh, maybe repeating previous mistakes of the members of Congress or previous uh, representatives in Congress on the Republican Party? Well, 
I believe everyone is going to bring a different uh, thing on the table this time. Oh, both of uh, the uh, Korean American ladies who run for office, they ran on the platform of bringing a different voice to Congress. They were tired of how uh, the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, both of them were failing their communities and they were just failing the voters, the taxpayers. And uh, we can see that's not only um, just because uh, just the ladies that just got elected. It also is what goes on with the other members that got reelected. For example, we see Congressman Massey recently won his reelection in Kentucky. And uh, a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, Republican Party is the party of Trump. You know, fun fact, Trump actually tweeted against Congressman Massey. He (laughs) asked the Republican voters to throw him out of the party. But guess what? The Kentucky voters came out and supported the liberty minded Congressman Massey and they elected him again back to Congress. Uh, he has stood against a lot of things that has been going on recently. He stood against some of the wasteful spendings and he held his uh, colleagues accountable. And that's, I guess, very exciting for the voters to watch how uh, a lot of uh, people are bringing new things to the table and to the agenda of the Republican Party. So it's not just going to be, oh, Trump this, Trump that or, uh, you know, previous old rhetoric. No, we can see younger people getting elected. We see more women getting elected. We see more liberty-minded people getting elected. My community now has a voice in the Republican Party. We didn't never had a voice in any community before, which is quite an achievement. No, I'm I'm happy to see this just because um, I'm assuming that uh, you know this this brings more than just the status quo. And I don't want to sound like I'm bagging on Republicans, but we can all get kind of set in our ways and used to th- having things our way. So. Um, I'm hoping this this bears positive fruit. I look the best thing I, I have to go on is I look at what you and your your fellow contributors with Young Voices are doing, and I think yeah, you know, the 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 values you represent I think are values that uh, that we all benefit from. So I don't have I don't look at the I don't look with a jaded eye at the younger generation. So uh, where can people find your work? You mentioned the OC Register. Yes, OC Register. That's where you can find my working opinions column every and it, Sunday. And they can they can follow your work with Young Voices as well. Yes, on Twitter uh, at d e t a h m i n e h on Twitter detamina. That's my Twitter handle. So follow me there, and you can see all my updates even on Young Voices Twitter page. Okay, Tamina, thank you so much. This has been moving forward with Young Voices on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. Uh-huh.